world where medical doctors cover up your symptoms with drugs. You need a better way. Look no further. You found it. The Freedom From Pharmacy Podcast. The Freedom From Pharmacy Podcast is for information purposes only and should not be considered as medical advice. Always consult a physician when trying to get off a prescription medication. Welcome to the Freedom From Pharmacy Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Showalter. I am certified in holistic nutrition. I am not a doctor, and these claims have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration to prevent, cure, or treat any disease. I received some questions for an interview I was going to do, and I figured that a couple of these questions would make a good podcast because some of the information in these I've never talked about before, and I know how you like it when I slam the medical industry, so stay tuned. There's going to be some smackdown going on. Um, the first question is, how has the modern world reduced our healthiness? And if we go back before our modern world, what well, we see a lot of the people were before electricity were heating their homes and cooking with wood. And after the wood had burnt, they were left with wood ashes, and they took these wood ashes, which are really just minerals that the fire couldn't burn away, because you can't burn up minerals. And uh, these minerals were then put in their gardens, and the plants that uh, were growing in the gardens, took up those minerals, and then in turn the people ate those plants, and that's how people were getting their minerals. This is like a prehistoric multivitamin that people today are not getting anymore. Another thing is most of our foods are all processed. When we process foods, we heat them up, we take the vitamins out so that they last longer on the shelves. They no longer have much nutritional value, and they have added chemical additives for preservatives and for taste that are not helping our situation. Um, Milk was great before they took the fat out and pasteurized it, destroying the enzymes and twisting the proteins so that our body doesn't recognize it anymore. Um, Meat was great before they added nitrates and nitrites to it to preserve it. Our modern day we eat way too much sugar. It's unbelievable. One soft drink consumed in a 30-minute period is the total amount of sugar you should have spread out through the whole day. I call it diabetes in a can. Uh, fruit juices are included in that, too, because if, if you eat a fruit, you get the fiber with that, and the fiber slows that process down. But when you eat, drink the fruit juice, that sugar is instantly getting in the blood. We also eat way too many grains. And I guess that's not the consumer's fault because the government's been pushing grains for who knows how long, 20, 30 years, as being you must uh, eat most, most of your diet should should be consumed as grain. I remember in school it was like seven-something servings of uh, grains uh, and lesser servings of uh, dairy and meat. These carbohydrates, well, for one, they're processed, they're not soaked, they're not sprouted, they're not uh, fermented into a sourdough so that we can actually digest them. Uh, That's one part of it. The other part is those carbohydrates get converted to sugar, too. There's also toxins everywhere, everywhere from estrogen mimickers and plastics, that's BPA, bisphenol A. There's like, even in canned foods, there's like a thin layer of BPA on the inside of the can. It's in our money. 
Um, there's VOCs, volatile organic compounds and carpets that off-gas. It's just all of these chemicals in the food uh, and in the air and the water are putting stress on our body. And that's another thing. The water is deliberately poisoned with fluoride. This subject of fluoride just makes me so mad because it's utter lunacy that it would be put in if you're not deliberately trying to poison the people. That's about where it comes down to. I mean, where did the U.S. get the idea from? Well, maybe because Stalin and Hitler both put it in people's water that they didn't like. Ah, but moving on. I did an episode on fluoride before. Is modern medicine to blame? And I say yes, um, with some caveats. For one thing, I do want to be clear that medical doctors aren't deliberately trying to hurt you. They're, tr they're trying to help, but their training has been beaten into them so hard that they actually believe the crap that they're pushing. Now this history starts way back in 1910 with a guy named Abraham Flexner. And he was commissioned by Rockefeller and Carnegie to go to all of the medical schools in the United States and see what type of medicines they were using. And he put this information in what's called what's known as the Flexner Report. And all of the medical schools that were using pharmaceutical drugs in their practice were then given funding by the foundations, the Rockefellers and Carnegies and probably some others that got on board on that. And all of the other types of medicines, schools that were teaching other types of medicines were not getting funded. So as you can imagine, they ran out of funding and eventually closed down and became weaker and weaker until uh, mainstream medicine, which is allopathic medicine, all the medical doctors that are uh, practicing now teach are practicing allopathic medicine. Once they got so powerful, they ended up legislating everybody else out. They like they did with the naturopaths. It's naturopaths are only legal to practice in like 25 states. I mean, naturopathic doctors go to accredited medical schools. They, they are taught everything that medical doctors are taught in addition to being taught about nutrition, herbs, supplements, and other alternative medicine, which you would think would be important for medical doctors to know about, especially nutrition, but they only get like a couple hours worth of nutrition in the whole entire eight years that they're in medical school. Um, and another example of how the mainstream medicine was going, was trying to snuff out everybody else so that they don't have any competition in practicing. In 1987, the American Medical Association, that's a big group, was found guilty of conspiracy against chiropractors. That's right. Found guilty in court. They were deliberately running ad campaigns to put chiropractors out of business. Amazing. You know, modern medical doctors don't know any better. They, when something's been said so many times, they just accept it as fact. And if you have a different set of facts, then your colleagues will ostracize you and you can lose your license to practice. And that's one aspect. Another aspect is the continuing education credits are sponsored by Big Pharma. And a study done in 2004 published in the NCBI, it's a government entity, 
showed that 94% of that information given to doctors by pharmaceutical companies was not based on scientific data. 94%. Unbelievable. Now, tying in with all these things, how, how modern medicine is to blame, I did the podcast, The Top 10 Needless Deaths Caused by Doctors, which added up total to close to 2 million people per year, and I'll link that show, I'll link, I'll link to that show, just a couple highlights, 99,000 people die a year from infections acquired in a hospital, not, could you, not you had an infection and you went to the hospital, you got the infection in the hospital. Now, the, the head of uh, the CDC, Tom Friedman, says that nearing the end of the age of antibiotics because they're not working anymore. This does not have to happen. Doctors, get the stick out of your butt and use colloidal silver, ozone therapy, and IV vitamin C. These people do not have to die because of your pride. Moving on. 250,000 people die from medical errors a year. Unbelievable. If 1,000 people died in airplane crashes a year, do you think that airline industry would be nearing bankruptcy if there was 1,000 people dying every year? They would, other people would be taking trains or buses or something. They wouldn't be going back to airplanes because of the high rate of death. But here the medical system can do it 250,000 times a year, 250,000 deaths, and yeah, nobody bats an eye. No big deal. Moving on. 106,000 people die a year uh, from FDA-approved safe drugs. That's when they're taken as prescribed. This is the JAMA 1998 study. You realize that if a naturopathic doctor would prescribe a vitamin or a herb and that person died the medical system would be furiously going after naturopathic doctors to make the profession illegal to practice and banning vitamins from the shelves because they're that stupid. Yeah, they would try to ban vitamins. Of course they would. They did it in England. Actually, it's, it's hard to get therapeutic doses of vitamins in England. I think you can still get some, but not at the therapeutic doses. I think vitamin C you're only allowed like 60 milligram tablets or something when you should have close to a thousand it's ridiculous and uh, that almost happened in the US too but we were able to get DSHEA passed which took supplements out of the hands of the FDA that was an excellent move because <laughs> look how good the FDA is doing with pharmaceutical drugs yeah they, they let uh, things that are not safe on the market but things that are safe, they take off the market. And another example of how bad this whole medical system is, you can't say anything cures anything. Like a supplement, you can't, you can't say that a supplement can cure anything. Only a drug can cure something. And guess what? Drugs are the only thing that cannot cure anything. <laughs> it's completely backwards. That's why it's great that the FDA does not have their hands in supplements. Although there are the restrictions that you can't say anything cures anything. And there's a recent case of an Amish farmer who made this chickweed salve that said, and said that it cured cancer, skin cancer, I believe. And guess what happened to him? He got six years in prison. And in another case, there was a guy selling 
apricot seeds and apricot seeds are one of the best sources of vitamin B17 and the guy wasn't even wasn't even marketing it as helpful for cancer in any way he was just selling the seeds people were buying the seeds because they had cancer and they were finding benefit from it guess what he got seven years in prison he didn't do anything this is how bad it is this is this is why you can blame the medical system for much of our health problems so I'll end it there let let my blood pressure settle back down and we'll see you next time see the products mentioned in this show, head over to freedomfrompharmacy.com and look at this episode's show notes, and you can see all of the Longevity products by clicking on the store tab. The Freedom From Pharmacy podcast is owned by Easy Way LLC and is under Ohio Revised Code 4759.10i.